Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning into The Kelly Roach Show. And today we're going to be talking about what is possible for you in 2024. So I have a very interesting perspective now having finished my first year managing a portfolio of six companies. I started my first company in 2012. That was my coaching and consulting business, which is now called The Business Advisory. We have Give Her Courage, which is now seven years old, my personal brand and the Conviction Marketing Agency, which are both, call it two years old now because they operated for one year kind of under the umbrella of the coaching organization. And then this year they broke out as their own businesses. So they're about two years old now. We have the Virtual Business School, and that is in its very first year in inception. So I have a very different perspective now. Hopefully I included everybody there. Oh, the advance and the advance. So the advance is in year three of operation, year one of my acquisition. So it's the first year of having it fully under management. Okay, so it is very interesting to me, the perspective that I have now after having a year of really observing the different growth rates in these companies, given that they were all experiencing the exact same economic impact of inflation and contraction and uncertainty and all of the things in the market, they all experienced the same external factors, but they each had different internal leadership, right? So my different companies have different presidents and different executive directors and, you know, all of those things. And what is so interesting to me that was really reinforced, and I share this all the time, I think in the entrepreneurial world, many times people really discount their past corporate experience or their past job experience. For me, what I found is that as I build my brands and as I grow my companies, I actually rely more and more on what I learned in corporate. And actually, what I'm finding is that as I'm building a portfolio of companies, I'm finding that it's looking more and more similar to what I did in my time in corporate because I was managing a portfolio of branches. Each one had their own budget. Each one had their own team. Each one had their own leadership. We got zero outside funding for marketing from corporate. We were 100% grassroots, no leads generated online, no advertising, no SEO, no anything. And so each of those businesses was run like a business with its own P&L, and we were responsible from end to end for absolutely everything, from staffing it to training the team to generating all of the leads to servicing the customers, et cetera. And what I learned in my time in corporate was that the rise or failure of a branch was almost exclusively dependent on the strength of leadership of the branch manager. So in the places where I had great branch managers, many times we had 100, 150, 200% growth year over year. In the branches where I didn't have strong branch managers, 
it would take us sometimes a year, two years to retool the team and then retool the team again and retool the team again to finally get them performing. And it wasn't until we had the right branch manager that could effectively cast vision, inspire the team, enroll them, coach them, train them, mentor them, that the team then began to get lock and step with the rest of the division and start to really experience hyper growth. Now, we were known in the company for hyper growth and actually people were sent in from not just all over the US, but from other countries to come and study the models that I built with the team in these branches because we were able to string back-to-back years together of hypergrowth and continue to expand the profitable margins, not just the revenue. I share all of this with you because in my observation, looking back on 2023 of my first year of managing a portfolio of six companies with different leaders, what my observation is is that I'm seeing the exact same trend reflected in the growth of my companies based on what I saw back in my corporate days. And that is this. I have companies that grew by 200% this year. I have companies that grew by 100% this year. I have companies that were flat this year. I have companies that went backwards this year. Okay. So across my portfolio, some of my companies experienced really strong hyper growth. Some of them crept forward. Some of them were essentially flat, and some of them went backwards, okay? Here's the interesting thing. When I look at what drove that, I look at the leadership, and I can see a direct correlation between growth rate and strength of leadership. And this relates to you specifically, and it's a really exciting thing for everyone listening to this, because Leadership is something that you can work on. Leadership is something that we can all improve upon, okay? And even though all of my companies experience the same exact external factors with the economy, with uncertainty in the market, with the challenges that we were all facing, some of them had hyper growth in spite of it. Some of them struggled to break even. Some of them slipped backwards. and so. When you look at that, this should be exciting to you because leadership is something that we can all keep working on. It's something that we can all improve on dramatically day to day, week to week, month to month. Now, I also learned some lessons this year from a leadership perspective that were kind of continuations of lessons that I had learned previously, which is, you know, number one, just trusting myself more. A lot of the areas where I see that we slipped back or that we didn't win this year, I knew we weren't going to win. And I gave feedback and guidance in certain areas, but I didn't take the bull by the horns and definitively direct and solidify what I wanted done and how I wanted it done and ensure that that was exactly how it was executed. A lot of the areas where we struggled I kind of lightly suggested or recommended what I wanted done and how I wanted it done, but I didn't forcefully say this is how it's going to be done. And it's such a great lesson because I think that as we look at creating autonomous teams and creating self-led teams, right, our role as the CEO and as the leader is to 
find the balance of where do you still need to guide and direct and lead and be definitive in your leadership? And where do you need to give that space for them to grow and expand and learn on their own? And it's a balance, right? Because you can't be forceful and definitive with every single thing because then you're not going to have an autonomous team. They're not going to think for themselves. They're not going to learn the lessons that they need to learn. They're not going to assume the level of ownership that you want. But at the same time, you can't let people fail all the time because they think that they have a better solution or a different idea than you do. And so for me, it's continuously finding the balance of where do I really own the definitive decision that I want this to be done in a certain way and I know for sure that it needs to be done this way in order to get the outcome? And then where do I give the autonomy to say, you know, this is an area where it could go this way, it could go that way. You choose, you decide, you own it. You know, I feel confident you can get the results either way, right? But where I want to bring everyone is I want you to get really excited about this new year. And I want you to get really excited because the big lesson that I want you all to learn and understand and to really know is that it really doesn't matter externally what's happening in the world around us. There's always going to be people that grow. There's always going to be companies that grow. There's always going to be people experiencing the best year they've ever had. There's always going to be individuals that are the outliers no matter what is going on around them because of their great leadership. And what's really, really cool for each of us, myself included, because, you know, this is a huge area of focus for me is I want to keep growing as a leader. I want to be a better leader to my team. I want to keep expanding in my own self-awareness of my strengths and my weaknesses and how to exert myself in the right places and how to remove myself in the right places and all of that. It's so cool to think that the biggest area that controls the growth or the contraction of our companies isn't out there, but it's instead in here, which we already know. But this episode is to be a reminder for you. And so I want to just talk about a couple areas quickly that I feel really working on your leadership will be the defining factor in whether or not you achieve your growth goals for 2024. And I think this can help everyone. So number one is visibility to the team. And I think that a lot of times we talk about visibility for the brand, visibility for the client, you know, all of those things to grow the business. But I think what we don't realize is your number one asset under management is your number one expense and your number one expense is people. And the number one thing that you need to do to turn that expense into an investment is spend time with them. Like literally spend time with them invest in them, pour into them, know their goals, know their vision, know their aspirations, like talk to them consistently about how they're going to get to their goals. I just finished one of our reviews yesterday with one of our team members. And, you know, one of her objectives is she's building a real estate portfolio. And I know what she needs to earn in commission this year to pay for personal things she has going on, And, you know, obviously she has a goal of making another down payment to expand her real estate portfolio. So when we talk to her about her goals for the year, we know what our budget is and we know what her goals are. And we can translate that into the what's in it for her and really drive her forward in her own personal life, building her future. And that's where it gets really fun and really exciting. 
right? Because you want to have these scenarios where when the company wins, your people win and where their dream fits inside of yours. And usually that is there, but we don't do a great job of communicating it openly and strategically and repeatedly to get the results that we want, right? Okay, so number one is visibility to the team. And what I would say with that is the frequency of vision casting, the frequency of re-enrolling them in the dream, the frequency of reigniting their passion for why you do what you do, and the frequency of really revisiting what their personal goals are and how you can help them through what they're doing in the company to be successful achieving those personal goals. We want people to feel like their dreams can come true by being a part of your organization. And chances are they can, but you need to do a great, great job creating visibility to that. So that's number one, visibility, inspiration, and vision casting with the team. Number two is really cultivating a spirit of mentorship in your company. And, you know, I think that a lot of managers and leaders, especially in a high stakes environment, especially in a tumultuous environment where things are changing very quickly, which is where we've been for two, three years now, it's very easy for leadership to revert into more of transactional conversation about to-dos not inspirational conversation about impact. And I think really reverting back to a true spirit of mentorship is completely essential to getting the best out of your people and actually up-leveling their performance, their impact, and their results. So it goes hand-in-hand with visibility. And really what we're talking about here is, you know, investing in your people in up-leveling their skill set, in up-leveling their mindset, in cultivating their focus, in developing their skills, and not just transactionally talking about what needs to happen, but the bigger picture of what that looks like, right? So mentorship. The third one is really making sure that there's a daily focus on driving profits. And I think that a lot of companies want to be profitable. I think a lot of leaders have the right intentions. I think a lot of CEOs have a vision for what they want happening, but the execution of how they lead the team through that to perform on a daily basis is extremely weak. And I think that it is important in order to create a high-performance culture that there is a dollars-every-day mentality and that everyone on the team has a plan every single day for how they are contributing to the dollars coming in the door. And as a leader, if you don't cultivate that, enroll people in that, move people towards that, communicate live about that, then that's not going to be the outcome that you have, right? So you have to have this mentality of dollars in the door every single day. And it can't just be something that's held at a leadership level. I find that a lot of times there's a huge disconnect between the vision that the CEO or the you know business manager or the leadership team has for what they want to be happening and then how the team is actually executing. And they think that it's a team performance issue when in a lot of instances, it's not a team performance issue. It's a leadership management issue. It's how we're managing and leading people. And when we get more effective at the way that we're leading people, then their results are going to improve. So we talked about visibility and vision casting with your team. We talked about 
mentorship and elevating their skill set, their results, investing in them. Talked about making sure that you're communicating consistently, frequently, and ongoing about how to accomplish their goals and their dreams. And we talked about leading against the dollars in the door mentality every single day. I think the other thing is really making sure that you're not falling in the trap of people focusing their time on to-dos, tactics, and process-oriented things instead of being either market-facing, client-facing, or prospect-facing the vast majority of their time. The end of the year is a great time to do an audit and to make sure that for every team member, 85% plus of their time is client-facing, market-facing, or prospect-facing, meaning they are boots on the ground. So many times, the reason why your company is not growing is that people are working very, very hard on things that are quote-unquote very important but they have nothing to do with actually moving the needle day to day. And again, this is a leadership issue. It's not a team performance issue because if the leader is leading effectively, then the team knows what is important. The team knows where to put their time and energy. And then those are the outcomes that you will achieve. So I want you to know that you have more power and more impact on the growth of your company than you could ever dream or imagine possible. And I want you to know that you can grow as a leader moment to moment, day to day, and you can change your circumstances very, very quickly. So I hope this inspires you to get into action with your team, to set some new rituals in place and to get moving to have an absolutely phenomenal year this year. And I want you to know that regardless of what's happening externally, you are the captain of your ship and you can make sure that the right things are happening internally to create the growth you want to see. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.